Okay, here we go. The Ben and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. Ben and Maggie Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Hi. Hi, everybody. You know, I was going to start this podcast in a different fashion, but, you know, we just fired Steve. Mm. Oh, you're actually going to tell that story behind that? I'm going to have to. Sort of Guys, like... what, you want to do the intro? You're, you're a professional announcer for since way back. So you're like the HR guy. You had to go and he, he visited you. You approached him? I had to fire him. Yeah? Yeah. What happened? He tried to grab my bag. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he... not, oh, not what you're thinking. No, my, I carry, no, he actually grabbed it. I carry a handbag. For guns, <laughs> he tried to grab it. Okay, Smurless. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, no, he he was. I'll tell you, he, I was afraid I was going to get the the Rona, the the COVID from him because he spits when he talks. Like like. Yeah, that was pretty bad. And he wouldn't wear the mask. I know. Yeah. So I said, I finally told him, I said, you got to wear a mask. And he, no, he's not doing it. He's not doing it because he says it hurts his business. Provincetown. He makes he makes fudge. <laughs> I didn't know that. He's a fudge maker in Provincetown. He's got a couple of Keebler elves working for him, painting stripes on the sidewalk. It's a fucked up story. I'm not going to get into it right now. Mm. Well, what did but he I actually? I guess I kind of did, though, didn't I? What did he say or actually do that, well, he, that caused you to put the hammer down? Well, he, I, I told you, he just spits when he talks, and he, he's an eager beaver. He worked real cheap. You know that. I told you what I paid him. It's yeah. just Jesus, really? I, I know. But he turned out to be an asshole. I didn't know they still made shekels. <laughs> it's weird that you paid him in shekels, but. Yeah. And then he got shingles. He, would, <laughs> he got shekels shingles and he, all over his body. And those are painful. Have you noticed? They have a, a uh, what do you call it for that now? A uh, vaccine. vaccine. A vaccine, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we got a, just a, uh, mentally I'm, I'm a little bit absorbed in a lot of different things. A you don't of, like firing people, so you're in a weird place right now. Yeah. yeah. The only time I really had to fire people was when I was the program director at Rock 102. And Tell, what they, happened? They changed the format. They said they, were, they, they didn't want to be... Wacky 102 FM, Springfield's hits. <laughs> Wacky. They didn't want to be that anymore. They wanted to be Rock 102, playing album cuts, being cool. So I had to come in there as a program director and fire everybody, and I liked them. They were all good guys. The, when, big, the big tuna, Jim K. all these guys, there was a uh, Ken Squirt Baby Shoot Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fire all of them, and they hated my guts. I said, I can't help it. They told me to change the format. <laughs> How long till they made you fire yourself? I, they fired me eventually once they found somebody to do the job cheaper. But I, this is after I did all the work of putting that format on the air. And by the way, it's still on the air. Yeah, there you go. 30 fucking years later, 39 years later, Man. the format I installed in that station with the blood, sweat, and tears. I never saw my wife. I'd get home. She'd go, and you are? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and at Rock 102 is still the same. They're probably playing the same records that I acquired from the record companies. Thankless bastards. Jeez, your story sounds a lot like Smitty's story. Yeah, what's this got to do with Steve Pascone? I, mean, no. <laughs> I had to fire him, and I didn't like it. But I, that's the only—I had to fire a whole staff, and it was even much worse back then. You know, yeah. back mm. then, it was wacky one or two FM. Say, uh, was there a? You didn't re- happen to record this uh, encounter with him, did you? With Steve Pascone? Yeah. No, but I, I do a good imitation of him, don't I? Well, yeah, yeah, that's really pretty, pretty good. Pretty spot I can't on. stand the guy now. I'm thinking of calling all of his friends and telling them that he's got the he's got the coronavirus. I'm going to look at the security tapes. You're going to call all his friend? 
His friends say, you know what? You shouldn't talk to Stephen. Don't, whatever you do, let him spit on you. He's got the, he's got the Rona. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so enough about him. All right. We're going to be auditioning for a new announcer. If there's anybody out there that listens to the podcast of the thousands and thousands of faithful listeners every single week, maybe should, you'd like to be on the podcast. I send you an MP3. Exactly. Yep. What would you just say? Uh, they could send you an MP3, a tweet or a, a text. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Send yeah. it to me. Yeah. The, the intro uh, sent to you okay. for audition, and we can play yeah, them back. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what you get? Let them tweet it at you or send it to you on Facebook. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's In addition to a very high non-union rate of pay, we offer free, occasionally, yeah. my grandma's coffee cakes. Best mm. coffee cakes in the world. Oh, 1-800-8-GRANDMA. We, and Howie Carr loved his. Oh, yes. He was on the sh- on the uh, podcast a couple weeks. Now, oh, people are going to say, why didn't you have my podcast last week? I got I got a, a text about that on Twitter. What's it called? A tweet. A DM. Or a DM. Yeah. yeah. Somebody sent me a BM <laughs> about that. Uh, we did not have a podcast last week because I had an issue at my house. No, it wasn't my wife beating me again. Oh, wait a minute. going to tell the story? Should I? Okay, yes. I'll have some narration music here. Ready? Yeah. Go ahead. So, oh, I got this quick Irish joke, though. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> this, Irish, this Irish lady runs into the family priest on the street corner. She goes, oh, Father. She goes, I'm so sad. My husband passed away last week. And the priest says, oh, Mary, I'm so sorry to hear that. Did he have any last requests? She said, yeah, just one. She said, Mary, would you put down the gun? (laughs) (laughs) So what happened at the uh, Adams uh, household? Yeah, so I had, now, I have a refrigerator that came with the house. I bought the house six years ago, and uh, I like the house. And the ass wipe that sold me the house, who's a house flipper, I won't even mention his name, (laughs) Bob. Anyway, Bob sold me the house with a... He said, you can keep the appliances if you pay me $2,000. And they were nice appliances. They look like... I said, okay. I gave him the money. And uh, six years later, the ice maker started leaking on the back of this refrigerator in a, in a fine mist. So no one heard it. No one could see it. It wouldn't run out on the floor. Like, it wasn't pouring out. It was how, misting back there. How often did you use that ice maker? Well, you know, I mean, we, we have ice cubes in there. We grab them. But I don't know. I never, You never think about it. So it's misting for we don't know how long, getting everything soaked back behind the refrigerator, the floor underneath, the floor in the kitchen, which we just had put in brand new about a year ago. Brand new floor. Totally soaked. The ceiling uh, uh, downstairs, the, the second level downstairs, is the floor upstairs, and it's soaked, and it's dripping water down, and it's like, oh, all over a stupid ice maker? Are you shitting me? Oh, man. Ouch. So here comes the insurance company. I have a great insurance company, Amica. They're very good. Mm-hmm. Yep. They show up, and they, they, they assess it. And here comes this company called Craft Tech. They did a great job. They come in with all these blowers, high-speed hair dryers. They're these big, giant things. And there's six of them in the hallway downstairs. And there's four of them in the kitchen. And they're going 24-7, high heat, blowing, trying to dry all that stuff out. But it's annoying. My dog wouldn't even come in the house. (laughs) He would not come in the house. He was so pissed. So now we're at the stage where, okay, it's dry. It's all ripped apart. The walls, the ceilings, the sink, the downstairs, everything. Now they got to come in and rebuild it. So we're not done yet. It's all from one stinking 
feeder line for a, an ice maker on a stupid refrigerator. Making any improvements with the uh, tax dough? No. I, I mean, it's, I, they're just going to restore it to its prior condition. I, but anyway, that's, that's what happened last week. That's why we did not have a podcast. It wasn't these guys' fault right here. Bill, 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 uh, Bill, uh, ben Smith and Bill Kitchen. Well, he doesn't know that we went in there and broke his I know. ice machine. <laughs> that's right. So anyway, that's why that didn't happen. Uh, but what do you want to talk about? I mean, I'll talk about anything. I'm in one of these moods where I'll talk about anything, but just don't let me go Listen, too long. I got to ask you because you were on a roll before, before sports shut down. And I got to know, now that sports are back, have you continued your role? Oh, betting? Have I ever? I'm I'm not kidding you when I say this. I have come off right now eight consecutive winning bets. NBA. I mean, I won on the Celtics. I I won on the Bruins. I bet on the Bruins, even though Tuca's (laughs) bye-bye. You know, what the hell's wrong with him anyway? You know? Family. Family first. Tuka, come on, man. This is where you're supposed to, like, man up and put your balls on the table and let everybody measure. But guess what? <laughs> Wait. He's, he's gone. Does that happen? <laughs> oh, sure it does. You got it's the same thing you do when you shave them. You reach out, you put them up on the table. All right, hold on. That's only one. Here's the other one. <laughs> Hand me that straight razor. <laughs> oh, God, um, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can't even talk about one time I had a whole conversation about that topic with a woman, and she was telling me all the reasons why men should shave their testicles. Oh, what, uh, was, what was the number one reason? Because <laughs> who wants hair in their mouth? <laughs> well, you know, the, the thing is, too, you know what the last sound you hear is before you hear a pubic hair hit the ground? Oh, no, what could that be? All right, so you won money on the Celtics. Oh, you we won still money talking about that? On the Bruins. I'm guessing you won money betting against the Red Sox. I, w- I bet mo- uh, exactly. And uh, here's me. Here's me. I knew it. Here's me betting against the Red Sox. It hurts me to do it, but I, I got to do it because I know it's a moneymaker, especially when they're playing the Yankees right now. Yep. And my lifelong thing is I got the Yankee tattoo on my ass. Yep. And I've, I've hated the Yankees for a long, long time. But I'm not stupid. So you're looking for payback. I say, look. The Red Sox blow. Their pitching staff is really nothing but batting practice pitchers. Uh, and that's clear when the Yankees start smacking the ball all over the place. They've been mismanaged. They've lost their pitching rotation. They, three of the important hitters are not doing squat. Ben Benintendi sucks this year. Uh, Devers hasn't been right. And uh, who else? Um, J.D. It, Martinez. J.D. Martinez. It's hey. not even <laughs> opting into play. Pinch hit. Stupid. Anyway. Um, so I made money on that. Yeah, I made money betting against the Red Sox as much as, you know, I feel like a trader, but I, I was, I made a fortune, eight consecutive bets and I was letting some of them ride. I mean, I'm doing great. Is that why you arrived in a show for this evening? Yes. Yeah. 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 Obviously that was Steve Pastacone. Um, but here's the other thing too. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you more about my bets coming up here in a second here, but first let me tell you where you, where you should bet if you're like me. And that is to go to betonline.ag or is the, Good friends of Bet Online call it betonline.ag. Uh, the sports are enrolling now. You can make a fortune, as I'm evidence here for you. It's in, uh, Bet Online has set, sit, sat down. Have they sat down? <laughs> They've sat down with Eddie George from the NFL. Anybody that has two first names as a name, Tommy John, you know, that, God, they make great underwear. Uh, Robert Ori. <laughs> Seven-time NBA champ and Harold Reynolds, who I think, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. had, had a yeah, lot of no, friends at ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they get their opinions, but they do know their sports. That's what's a good thing. So you, there's a way to, for you to get in on the action at betonline.ag. Uh, they have what they call a fandemic. <laughs> That's like a play on words. <laughs> like, you know, pandemic, fandemic. <laughs> Those god darn people over there at betonline.ag can turn a phrase, can't they? So visit betonline.ag today. Check out all the odds of the up-to-date sports news. And don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. They have bonuses for you. Bonus, bonus, bonus. You'll have a bonus boner. BetOnline, mm. your online wagering. Experts, void rate prohibited, member FDIC, not available in stores. Your results may vary. It's not void rate prohibited. That was the only one that actually void made any sense. Prohibitive. So, oh yeah, so I got a little bit screwed today. I had the eight straight wins, but I got a little screwed today because I had the Bucks to beat the Orlando Magic. Now, the Orlando Magic beat them pretty handily today, and I, I'm starting to hate the Bucks. I think that they let that guy, what's his name, uh, Giannis Anmatapamapukupopo? What's his Antetokounmpo. name? Sick of his ass already. <laughs> First of all, he travels every time he goes to the hoop. He takes three, three and a half, sometimes four, four and a half, five, six steps, and they don't ever blow the whistle on the guy. You know, I know he's got a long stride. He does the Euro step in here, and then he just goes striding past people, but he's fucking traveling. And I hate that. It's like cheating. They haven't called traveling in 30 years. Well, I don't know why they, he's so mad about and it. And that's what, what's wrong with the sport. They're also shooting too many threes. And they're assholes. They're all assholes, all these guys. The only team that's not a bunch of assholes is the Boston Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> and I love them. Anyway. Mm. Oh, that's a nice cold Snapple. Wow. Um, so we, we can talk about anything you want to, guys. How you been? Am hey, I feeling good? Look at that quarter that's right there on okay. the table. Where is it? It's a brand new 2020 quarter. I found it oh, on yeah. the floor today. Let's now, see if Ben notices what's wrong with yeah, it. Ben, describe what you see. What, what's wrong with that new 2020 minted quarter, Ben Kitchen? All right. The front says United States of America, Liberty, and God We Trust, P, quarter dollar. It says in God We Trust? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, I see, went. that's it. I'm done. Oh, was that what you guys thought it didn't say on there? Well, wait till you see the other side. All yeah, right. what's on the other side? the fuck is that? It says in Allah we trust. <laughs> Where'd you get that quarter? National Park. Did you get it from Ali Velshi? 2020, it says... <laughs> e unum and... You know what that means? From uh, many... Uh, fr- from many one. No, well, What's that's the tra- literal translation, translation, but it's... Uh, it what? says Ipluribus unum. Good, good, good so it's Americans. This coin is celebrating American Samoa. And it's got like a bat. A bat, yes. Two bats. A bat. A bat. I'm glad you mentioned that because I want to talk about bats. Can we talk about bats for a second? Yeah, bats. I have them in my yard. Yeah. They're good. They fly up and above. Yeah, they eat mosquitoes. Yes. Yeah. I sometimes take the mosquitoes off my arm and feed them. I hand feed these bats. (laughs) And they're starting to like me. (laughs) I seriously do have bats, though, because I went to the uh, Sports World store in Saugus. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. And uh, I was visiting my friend Phil Castanetti. And Phil, I you know what I got from his store? What'd you get? I got three Hall of Fame Major League Base. I'm going to get a bat rack, uh, you know, those wall displays? Mm-hmm. Because I have so many great bats at my house now. Are you gonna I'm going to talk about the kind that fly around. Tell us the story behind these bats? Yeah, well, I already had Stan Musial and Yaz and... So you had soft porn music. Stan the man, Yaz. Stan the man, Yaz. I got David Ortiz. I got a whole bunch of bats. So smoked a David Ortiz cigar today. Did you? Yeah. 
Okay. I don't know why I threw that in. I'm yeah, just I don't. You. Know, neither do we. It's just a fun fact. <laughs> it is a fun fact. <laughs> so it might come up on the quiz. So the bats I got at Phil Castanetti Sports World Store were Al Kaline. What do you know about him? Nothing. Interesting name, though. Al Kaline, longtime outfielder for the Detroit Tigers. He's like an 18-time All-Star. Correct. Well, it's close. What was it? Yeah, by the way, Al Kaline is spelled just like alkaline, like alkaline batteries. And I believe he came in as a 19-year-old and immediately was just Well, I, I can tell you this. He was the youngest man ever in the history of the major leagues to win a batting title. He did it in the 50s. He was 20, and he batted 340. And he wow. was the batting champ. Wow. He also was like a gold glove right fielder. He had a gun for an arm. He had a beautiful swing. Detroit Tiger Hall of Famer went in the Hall of Fame in 1980, and he's dead. And so I grabbed that bet because, you know, it's Al Kaline. Secondly, I got Eddie Matthews. What oh. do you know about Eddie Matthews? Longtime third baseman for the Milwaukee Braves. He likes that term, long time. Yeah. Am I a long time broadcaster? Mm, you're a long time asshole. Um, but he, uh, where did he play? At? He, he played a season or two outside of the Braves. Who did he play for? I think he was Braves, but he was he, the team moved. He was in uh, probably uh, I don't know. I think he was Boston Braves because they he was Milwaukee Braves and Atlanta Braves. Yeah, but look him up. Go ahead, look him up. I'll tell you everything about him. Five hundred home run club. Hitter, yep. Left-handed hitter. Never heard a bad word about the guy. He never caused any trouble. He never turned into a shithead. He was just kind of a good guy, did his job every day, and hit a whole, whole bunch of home runs. He played for the Boston Braves. Did he? His rookie what year. Was it 50, 52. Okay. Milwaukee Braves. Yeah. And then the first year in Atlanta in 66. Then he ended See his that? career with Houston and Detroit. He did? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. He did. That was kind of like an, an oh, oh, by the way stuff, with, like Willie Mays did, you know. Yeah. But nobody remembers that, but he was an all-star year in and year out. Yeah, great player. I So I have his bat, Hall of Fame guy. And then I got a bat that was signed by my favorite third baseman of all time. Hmm. My favorite third baseman ever. Not Mike Schmidt. Tim Nearing. <laughs> you know he had one leg longer than the other? Really? Yeah. His middle leg. Middle name, Eileen. <laughs> his middle leg was longer. All right, sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, no, uh, Tim Nearing. What, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brooks Robinson. Brooksy, Brooksy, who was known, of course, for his 16 consecutive gold gloves at third base, which is remarkable. But he was also the MVP of the American League in 1964 and then one of the nicest people in the history of the game. So I got three Hall of Fame uh, bats that I added to my collection when I visited the store. So that's my bat story. That and the ones flying around and the one on the back of that coin, which is a fruit bat. I also got an autographed picture of Johnny Bench. Johnny That's, Bench. Who I consider to be top two, three catchers of all time, no question. One of the nicest guys. Hey, John. Hi. And he had, and it, you know what? The, it, it smelled like blue emu. <laughs> you won't stink. He told me you won't stink. That's but, right. you, you know. So, what do you think about Tuka Rass being a pussy? <laughs> or is he a pussy? Maybe he's just had enough. The tough thing with these situations is if you don't tell us, we're going to jump to conclusions. We're going to come up with yes. wild theories as to why, and until we know definitively from you, meaning Tuca, yeah. what the reason is, well, can't be upset if we come to our fucked up conclusions like, well, as you just said, you're a pussy. Well, yeah, the po and that's a generic term. I don't mean him like, the well, could I beat him in a fight? No, any of that stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the perception of him for forever now is going to be he pussied out because of the COVID and, you know, and all these people come out, well, they go to the family thing so that you can't deny them that right. 
They can't, you know, I'm thinking about my family and I'm going to my family so I don't get COVID. But everybody else that has a job during COVID that's an essential person, and I'm not saying sports guys are essential, but cops, delivery men, firefighters, uh, postal workers, all those people, can, they go to work, yeah. they wear a mask, they do whatever. Uh, the Bruins fans are not going to just forgive him. They're not going to say, well, yeah, that's okay, especially if they lose the, with the President's Cup, they were the best record going in. If they lose it in the playoffs, people are going to say, that cost us, and it's Tuca's fault. Yeah. Don't you think? No, that's what they're going to say. So I don't mean him to be a push. But if they win, the, the new goalie is going to be, oh, what a hero. He saved us. And that's it. A career is born. I only met Tuca one time. It was He was at the Jimmy Fund uh, thing being, visiting some kids. He was very nice. Nice guy. Very nice. nice. Guy. He got a nice guy to the kids. I had no problem with him. But the Bruins fans might just hold a grudge over this. That's my, my opinion. Well, they are Bruins fans. Yeah. What else we got? What else we want to talk about? Did we talk about my bats? Yeah. We want to talk about, about them bats. again? All right. You so said, what were your bats again? Yeah, you said you were, gol- <laughs> you, you were golfing today. Oh, my God. Did I play? I played in a tournament today. Yeah. Yeah. At uh, Blackstone National Golf Course. Not in good shape, oh. by the way. Was, uh, greens were all burned up. But that's like everywhere. That's No, no, what it isn't, though, because yesterday I played at Andover Country Club in the New England Sports Museum uh, annual tournament. And it, the, the fairways were lush and green. Really? The greens were perfect. Uh, maybe it's because there's a... You know, high-cost membership. Uh, Might be the COVID uh, layoffs, grounds crew. I've never seen anything like this today, though. It was burned out over there. You Hasn't know? been a lot of rain. I thought I was burned out. You should have oh, seen this course. Oh, oh. Maybe they have a grub problem. And I'm playing at Red Tail on Thursday. Of course, you know, we've had past sponsorships with uh, the Shining Rock Golf Club in Northbridge, so I don't want to go without mentioning that fine place. That's my home course, you know. Uh, are you guys excited about getting back to school? Because yeah, Smitty, you're like, you're what? You're going to be a junior this year, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that if they, uh, he's a senior. Let's be honest. If they're going to close the schools and not use any of the facilities that we pay such high taxes for, all taxpayers should get a refund for as long as this thing goes on. Well, you know, here's the thing though: they're paying. They're going to be paying the teachers, whether they're remote learning or not. The teachers are going to have to get paid. They got that big, strong union. Man, so one. Excellent teacher could have virtually five thousand people if they're all tuned into that channel. She could have a class of five thousand. Oh, broaden, broaden it. Well, they, yeah. That's what they should do with and college. And if she was really good, excellent at what she did, complete with video presentations yeah. and all that stuff. What a way to learn! That'd be great. So everybody's conditioned to watching stuff on video now, anyway. Well, really, what you need then only is one teacher per subject. That's it. You know. Get the best. Yeah. Worldwide social studies teacher, you know, something like that. And no indoctrination, because right now that's the biggest danger in this country. No shit. In Keep college it. indoctrination of people's minds. Don't give them don't give them two choices of how to think. Only one. You have to think this way. Yeah, the truth. <laughs> I could talk about all I could talk about all kinds. You know what? Because we missed the podcast last week, I got all this pent up emotion. I got all this stuff. You know, I mean, I, betting is just not enough for me. Just betting on games? You buying know, bats? That's not enough. What, what else are you betting on? You should use your ESP to uh, to draw in some uh, winners and losers. I've had some ESP moments, uh, as you know. Are we playing this music through the entire podcast? Did you forget who was let's, playing? Let's play it. I like it, though. It's relaxing. <laughs> it's like being stuck in an elevator. 
<laughs> oh, who farted? Yeah, right. That's right. Right after somebody farted. Uh, I, I've had so many ESP moments now that I'm beginning to think that I am uh, a medium or, or an extra large. Yeah. <laughs> that you're receiving uh, signals from someplace. You, you, and you can testify to this. I had one the other day with you, and yep. here's, the, here's how it happened. Yep. I was texting you, or were you... Or, uh, wait, was I calling you or texting you? Calling. I was calling you right when you texted me at the exact same second. Yeah. So I'm calling him. Da, 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 call Smitty. Da, 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 boop, my thing goes off. It's a text from Smitty. I said, holy shit. It was another one of those things. That's exactly what I said, too. Yeah, you did. I said, holy shit. That's so weird when that happens. And, you know, I've gone through some of these stories. The ones with my dad, my friend Joe Stack. He's a guy I used to work with at the Ford dealership. Great guy. Good friend of mine. He, uh, his mom was, was sick. She sadly passed away well, a couple weeks ago. Cancer. But I had a thing on my desk, and I was, my, my brother Chris was in, the, in my office, downstairs in my office. And, and I was... It's just, I said to him, oh, you know, because I, I saw this thing, I had the, the address to send her flowers. I said, you know, Joe Stack's mom is very sick. And at that very moment, my phone rang. It was Joe Stack. Wow. Like, this is, this is not a guy that calls me every 10 minutes. This just happened to be right when I was talking about it. I mean, these kind of things happen. And I believe that there's a whole subcurrent in this ionosphere. <laughs> I'm just making up words now. <laughs> There's a subcurrent of uh, telepathy, telepathic situations going on where the wiring is there, but you have to have the receiver on. You have to have the, the thing tuned in or you're not going to get the message. That's it. But it's going on all the time. And I truly believe in that. I believe in the afterlife. I believe there are spirits in the material world. Do you believe uh, in Not the, to counter something from a police album, but... Do you believe in the Akashic uh, record? The what? The Akashic record. Is he the goaltender for the uh, <laughs> Colorado Rockies? No, it's on, I mean uh, Kasha that uh, the Bruins traded for. La uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Season? Well, no, it's uh, <laughs> close. But they, what is uh, it? There are people who claim that is in that the universe, serial stuff, Kashi. I've had that. that yeah. uh, in the universe, there is a there's an energy that you can tap into that is all knowledge. The Akashic record. It's yes. Called. Well, yeah. that's the one I think that I've been plugged into <laughs> since I've been crowned the smartest man alive. They say that uh, Einstein could tap into it. Yeah. Uh, Tesla, a whole bunch of other good people. Yeah, Einstein was a piker, though. I, I know a lot of people a lot smarter than Einstein. Trust me. I'm well, okay. I know guys that know everything. Okay? I'm serious. See what I'm saying here? <laughs> Einstein had one thing, you know, E equals MC2 or some fucking thing. I don't know. It didn't work out that well. I mean, look at him. He couldn't even get his hair cut. Couldn't even afford to get a nice haircut. Look at that guy. <laughs> piker. <laughs> um, all right, look, you, you, I mean, we don't have to talk about politics. I'm having fun right now. The Democratic National Convention is, is virtual. Wow. Jesus Christ. What? It's so scripted and contrived and so full of shit. It's amazing. I mean, all politicians are full of shit. But the big propaganda pushes on. All the lies are being told over and over and over. Oh, all the stories over and over and over. God, and all the stuff like, that's not right. All the fake news oh, over and over and over. Man. It's actually kind of funny. I just... Yeah. It's unwatchable, though. Yeah. It's like, you know, I can't... Do I have to sit through this again? The same exact thing? You don't have to. <laughs> no, but I, that's why I don't. I mean, obviously, I move around a little bit. And they I, don't denounce the riots. 
and the well, that's where somebody has got to stand up and be. Someone's got to say, "Look, yes, okay, we understand the cause, we agree with the cause, but we do not agree with all you people being a bunch of fucking assholes and destroying shit and beating people's faces in because they don't believe in your in your theory." That's it. You're going to pound their face into the ground, kick them in the head Mm -hmm. when they're on the ground. You're going to stop their car, knock down their wife, smash her face into the pavement, take the guy out of the truck, beat the living shit out of him because he doesn't agree with you or because even you don't even know if he agrees with you. You just don't like, you know, something about him. He's not wearing the same slogan you are. Yeah, he wouldn't take the oath. Jesus Christ on a mountain. Hello. I mean, you know. Do I have to run for president? Oh, please, no. Oh, what would be I, the first thing you'd do, day one? Do I have to straighten this shit out? I know Lori Lightfoot's not going to do it. Oof. All right, so now who should we roast? Is there anybody that you don't like? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I can give you three right now. Really? Three, Go for ahead. WEI people. Oh, no. All right, Mutt. Oh, that goes without saying. Okay, yeah. Mutt. I don't like Mutt. I just thought I'd mention that up top. You know who else I really think is a phony from WEI? Rob Bradford. <laughs> I like Rob. Have you told him? I, listen, I confronted him. I ha, you know, he, he knows what he did. He was a total phony with me and Kevin Graham, and he's full of shit, and I don't like his show. <laughs> hmm. I like Rob. Yeah. Well, you didn't have to go through what I went through with that phony, that fraud. Oh, Rob. Can you no, hear we'll this, get, Rob? Well, we'll get Rob. Rob a frog? Fraud. We'll get him on the show, and I'll, t- and I'll tell He knows what he did. He won't come on the show because he knows what he did. I don't know, man. All right, that's some one guy. Oh, you know who else over there? Dale. Dale. Oh, now Dale's a good guy. Let me tell you something Dale's about Dale. Dale's a, Dale's a phony, too. This is what I'm going to tell you. I, no, he is a phony. Oh, God. When I was up for the night job there in, back in 05, yeah. I heard this from a very reliable source. Uh-oh. Dale Arnold said, well, I don't care who gets the job as long as it's not Adams. <laughs> and he said that in, in, in a group of people, and this is from a very reliable source. So I, didn't, I knew he didn't like me. Then I saw him at a game. I was at a, I don't know, it was a Celtic game or something. He was there with his son. I see him sitting there. I go, hey, Dale, how you doing? And he goes, oh, hi, Mike. Doesn't, doesn't introduce me to his son, <laughs> which is what I would have done. I would have said, this is my son. You know, he didn't do that. So, so he obviously didn't like me from day one. He didn't like me. And then when he had the afternoon show, he didn't want me on his fucking show. So he didn't like me. <laughs> you do <laughs> smell weird. But no, but no, but that's just being a fraud, being a phony. What it, you, you got to be honest about that shit. Maybe that's how you rubbed off on Dale. What do you mean? You shouldn't have been rubbing off on him. That's, that's disgusting. Right. It was just, <laughs> that's assault. He's like, goodness gracious, what are you doing? Uh, but no, the thing about him is I think if he doesn't like me, fine. I understand there's a lot of people don't like me. You know, maybe I'm abrasive sometimes or maybe they just don't like stupid f- fart jokes. Steve Pasagonis doesn't like you anymore. Well, he's, a, he's an asshole. Oh, um you really do a good job with that impression. <laughs> Sounds just like him, doesn't it? I'm going to check the security tape from last week to see, uh, if, you know, in the back where you guys were having that uh, conversation. Yeah. That's see, probably See recorded. if I can get some audio it's on it. probably that. recorded. I want to hear what he said. Rosemary Woods wasn't on duty, you know, so it's probably there. But I'm just pre- presenting to you guys, look, because I got nothing to lose, okay? I'm going to tell you the honest to God truth on every single thing. He's a phony. Dale's a phony. Rob Bradford's a phony. And you know who else is a a fucking phony? There's another one? Joe Zarbano. Oh, Joey, come on. No, Joey is a fraudulent piece of shit. Let me just tell you something. You know what he did? I gave him that job twice. That job of being the intern on on the Planet Mikey show, twice. And he ends up stabbing me in the back. 
You know, he didn't, he wasn't thankful for the opportunities I gave him. And he wasn't respectful of what we had supposedly as a relationship, as a, as you know, he, he was the producer of the show. And in the end, he was, uh, he was kiss, too, too busy kissing Kevin Graham's ass oh, and geez. Phil Zachary's ass. Oh, I mean, Joey's like, oh, can I kiss you right to Here, I got a chair. Pull up right here, Jeff. Jeff Brown, sit down right here. Here's a chair for you. What a butt kissing. All three of those guys are frauds. Joey, I, I apologize for the host. I, geez, I don't know. You got to catch me in the right mood. That doesn't mean if he was on fire, I wouldn't, you know, piss on him. Well, views expressed on this program are those of Mike Adams and Mike Adams alone. That's right. Well, yeah, ben and course. Bill can of routinely course. read from a script. No, but those guys owe me. <laughs> those guys owe me an apology, and I want an apology, Your Honor. <sighs> I want an apology. Anybody else? No, I like everybody else. What about uh, people at, outside the station? Are there, are there any people uh, like roaming around the city of Boston that, that <laughs> no. you, you don't like? I don't know that they would be frauds like these guys uh, here. Uh, uh. And by the way, if Rob Bradford, honestly, you put him up, hook him up to a lie detector, he, I, then I would expose him as a fraud. <laughs> D- Dale, I mean, Dale, Dale notoriously didn't like me for years. But he, you know, he always acted like he was a... But don't introduce me to your son when you're sitting there. Isn't that an obvious way? Isn't that an obvious way of telling that Maybe someone his doesn't son like you? Didn't like you. Yeah, that's right. But no, but isn't that an obvious way of knowing that someone doesn't like you if they don't introduce you? You're a workmate of theirs, and they don't introduce you to their son right when he's sitting right there. I bet Dale could take you in a bar fight. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I'll pepper spray. He's gonna need a big jar of pepper spray. Uh, so anyway, and Joey, you know, he's, that speaks for itself. You know, I'm, I'm not going to carry this on ad infinitum, but I'm just letting you guys know. <sighs> I'm just letting you guys know where I come from because I'm honest about these things. What about the people you love? Any specifics? Uh, you aside from Kirk and Mutt? <laughs> <laughs> Who do I love right now? Let's think. Who do you love? Jason Tatum's pretty Who good. Who do you love? No, I, lo- I love a lot of people. I love you guys. I oh, see you guys every that week. That is the correct we, answer. We don't, we don't have you any... You win a prize. Uh, we right. don't have any issues. We're totally honest about things, aren't we? <laughs> so far. <clears throat> yep. We think at least the, nothing else has been ex- exposed. I got a Twitter barrage of people. I was, all I did was I tweeted out the fact that the post office since 2006 has lost $78 billion. Yeah. You know, negative. They lost eight billion dollars last year. People, t- people jumped on me like a like white on a rice. I mean, what's it called? Yeah, like a monkey on a football. But because you said that, that how much money the uh, post office has lost? Because I, I just stated a fact that the post office has lost. This is people going back and forth about the whole, uh, you know, closing it down for the voting situation. Mm. And. I just re- made a reference to the fact that there was a surplus going on in the post office till 2006, and everybody's, oh, well, that's because they made them pre-fund their pension program. Don't you have to fund your pension programs in life? Isn't that what it's all about? You don't even have a pension program if you don't fund it, right? That's supposed to be the way it works. <laughs> so so I guess in 06, the Bush administration and, and uh, approved – and it was a, a bill presented by both Republicans and Democrats that the post office would have to be self-sufficient in the funding of their of their pension program going forward. Makes sense. And that's why they're they're not profitable. So isn't it simple? Raise your rates. Like make it profit or make it break even is what it's gotta be. Mm-hmm. They say, well, you know, 
people shitting all over me. The post office uh, delivers on the, the back end of the rural deliveries uh, for both Amazon and for U.S. and for uh, UPS. And uh, OK, so raise the rates. Well, Amazon's got $10 zillion and the post office is losing money, $8 billion a year. Raise the rate. People are acting like I'm an It's a service. It's not a business. Well, okay, but if the service goes out of business, then it's not a service anymore. Right? That is correct. I mean, but why are people crapping on me? I like postal workers. I like my post office. I like paying 42 cents a stamp. Oh, but I'll pay a dollar if it'll, uh, you know, I don't know. And meanwhile, they're having problems. Did you hear about it in New York with the mail-in stuff? They can't keep their act together. Of course not. They, they, they get 100,000 mail-in, and 20,000 of them are rejected. They've weaponized the coronavirus. What's up with that? They're using it as a, to beat us over the head with it. Must mail in our votes. What could possibly go wrong? Let me ask you a question. Every, you guys have voted, right? Yes. Every time you vote, mm -hmm. has anyone ever asked you for an ID? For an ID? Nope. No. No. They say, what street? And then they look at your street, and then you give them your name. The scary part about it, that isn't even the part that bothers me. The scary part is I can see the entire list. Yeah. You know, that, that's you, where I go. Right. You can see the name like Ed Smith, and they say, okay, you live on this street? Yeah, what's your name? You just you look at it, you go, Ed Smith. They go cross it off, you go vote. They don't know it's you. That's right. How, what kind of fucked up system is that? Are you kidding? Well, they of say if there's you, voter fraud. If you impose a, you know, a, a voter ID with a picture on it and all that, well, that's voter suppression. That's what they say. They're quick to throw that one out. How about a citizen ID? I've gone through this before, yeah. but, but just quickly. Hmm? Citizen ID card. Okay, sanctioned. You can get on a plane. You can vote. You can collect benefits. You can prove it's you. If you get a job, you need that card because they can't hire people who aren't citizens. Just get the thing done. And then then the voter ID thing is unnecessary. You walk in, they show them that, boop, they cross you off the list. Right? Sounds, it makes sense. I'm going to call Ed Markey tomorrow. Not, not uh, for <laughs> any other reason except to say hello. <laughs> Hi, Ed. Hi, Ed. <laughs> Did you hear my latest podcast? We mentioned your name. Uh, are we done? Yeah. Yeah, because I got to go take a leak. Say goodbye. No, I got to go take a leak. Oh, you're not going to do the, like, an outro? Like, thanks for joining us, and uh, be sure to tune in next week. No, I got to, I got to, I got to piss like a racehorse. Any upcoming guests or specials? I had or six light beers for breakfast. Oh, okay. mm.